Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Crackers, and today we're reviewing Ghostbusters. Now, before we get into this video, uh, if you haven't uh, looked at my Instagram page, I posted how I've been super busy and I've been having audio problems, so for those of you that's like, what the fuck took you so long? Uh, just, I didn't want to really release a shitty one. I'm kind of already, you know, taking a bit of a knock on my audio. I'm having to do a few, a couple sacrifices to get out a review. I don't want to just act like I just ghosted uh, whatever I was doing and just stopped. I needed, I wanted to get a uh, review out, so this one might sound a little bit rougher than the other ones, but hopefully it still turns out well, and I hope you do enjoy this. So let's get into the review. One of the most controversial films of the last 10 years. Some people parade this film as a great feminist film, and others see it for what it is, a soulless, nostalgia-bait, shitty remake that uses PC culture as a shield for criticism. Now, I don't believe anything is beyond critique so if you love this movie this review probably isn't for you and for those that do love this movie i'm glad you enjoy it i don't think if you do like this movie or any less of a ghostbusters fan I, it's just not for me and i just it's bad it's just a bad movie and sometimes people like bad movies uh i i enjoy the prequel films the star wars prequel films and a lot of pe a lot of people think that movie sucks and I'm okay with that. I can live with people thinking that those movies suck because I enjoy them. So if you do enjoy it, good for, good for you. I'm, I wish I could, but I can't. Uh, a basic problem with this film is the special effects. Now, the original is cartoony as well, but this movie looks like it's covered in neon ghost baby gravy. It, it just looks like... <laughs> yeah, it just looks like Zool, just like jizzed, ra like radioactive neon cum all over the screen. It just looks so gross, and it just... I don't know it just makes it makes everything look less real like the original you know had some of that cartoony stuff to it uh, both of them did actually but they still felt real enough and it played well with the comedy this one just looks ridiculous and they don't really know what kind of feel they're going for or the kind of theme because some ghosts look relatively like like a normal person while others look ridiculous like slimer and then there's like oddly like period ghosts which make would make no sense for them being where they are like they were in new york and all of a sudden there was like these weird like circus ghosts and i'm like why the fuck are there circus ghosts in times square I, I, I don't know maybe i'm wrong but just seeing like straight up clown people and stuff like that I'm like i don't fucking remember ever a time in new york where they were like we're just overrun with clowns so it's just stuff like that that annoys the shit out of me it's just an eyesore to look at it's also super of not obvious that you're looking at actors against a green screen uh soundstage pretending that they are fighting an army of ghosts it looks super fake and unfortunately these actors aren't really up to snuff to make uh, what what they're doing look real it just looks like they're just like going pew, pew, pew randomly and they're like i like are we gonna direct them nah just let them do random shit and we'll make it look like they're doing stuff you know after it's all offer after it's all done we'll put editing we'll make it look good but it doesn't it looks awful and i don't like it the action just looks super goofy another big problem is the villain rowan a redditor incel <laughs> essentially a beta male who thinks himself above everybody else without actually being exceptional now i don't i don't dislike the idea of a villain like that but he's just annoying as shit and it's just super obvious for what they're going for which i mean i kind of do like critiques of the whole like incel beta male people i think they're fucking morons so i kind of like it sometimes when people take them down a peg um but it also looks super funny when they have like 
the obnoxious like hardcore feminist angle with this so it's like so those they're both awful i don't really want to root for either of them which is the problem because the main characters are obnoxious and like perfectly um personify like what a lot of people don't like in modern feminism and then there's just this piece of shit who's completely toxic masculinity and you're sitting here like i don't want either of you to win <laughs> so he's just annoying as shit uh he's just fucking annoying yeah that's i guess yeah that's all i can really say about him he's obnoxious i can't stand him and what's also really annoying is that they don't have any of the rules he, so he's just a normal dude okay and basically it's explained that the reason why he's able to do all this weird ghosty te tech shit is that he stole it from two of the other ghostbusters who worked on this book but if it was so accurate that some random like janitor dude with i guess above average intelligence i mean he can't be too stupid he does do all this shit which is i imagine not very easy but at the same time if someone like that can take the same technology that they're not really experienced in why is it that no one believes them or why is it that none of the experiments before him weren't used to show people that ghosts were real it makes no fucking sense to me that because he does it then it works i don't know if he they don't really explain how he's able to do it they're like oh look look at his blueprints look what his like look what he took from you guys so it's like okay so he was able to prove that there's ghosts but the whole time you guys are being ridiculed for using the same fucking shit it just ma it makes zero sense to me and i fucking hate it um yeah and then he also so he's a regular ghost because he, he ends up dying he kills himself which is what pretty much every incel does um uh so yeah so then he has somehow has the same powers as as the villain from the first film like the fucking god somehow he's the same powers as a like a, a god from another dimension where he's able to like oh yeah choose the form you want to face me in just like in the first fucking movie and some yeah it just makes no sense and it's so obvious that they were originally planning to have him turn into the stay puffed marshmallow man because he just takes the same shape as the ghostbusters emblem but it's so obvious that like they, that was the original plan and then, then someone was like i don't think we should do that because they also sequel bait you at the end of this movie of zool they said at the end they're like oh did, did anyone hear that that's zool so they essentially it looked as though they just wanted to remake the first movie and then because they knew audiences would automatically hate it no matter what they did they just tweaked the thing like slightly so it wasn't exactly like the first one it, it to me this movie feels a lot like star wars the force awakens where it's just like a shitty somewhat and it, this is a reboot so it's like a reboot slash continuation of the original films and doing the exact same story beats and everything else in it but the extremely shitty version of it a worse version of the original with no originality to it at all and that's what really bugs me now i want to say this before i get into my biggest critique for the film i don't hate women i'm married uh, i love the woman in my life and some of my favorite films have a lot of strong female characters uh yeah movies like kill bill star wars terminator 2 the alien franchise matrix wonder woman mulan uh alita battle angel easy a ladybird moana and the x-men movies now there's tons of other movies that have strong female characters in it and i like them but it seems to be anytime someone talks about these movies they're like you hate women i'm like no i'm just going to critique shit when i see shit make a good movie ladybird is a big feminist film but it's done well so anyone can watch it and enjoy it besides the fact of what they're going for 
A feminist film, a successful one, I should say, shouldn't have to beat the audience over the head. They're like, look, look, it's a feminist film. If you do it right, you don't need to say it. Audience, you, the problem with these movies is that they act like the audience is so goddamn stupid that they can't understand the messages or anything else to it. And part of the problem is why a lot of people, including myself, have a problem with modern feminism is that instead of trying to make it inclusive or like see there's not a huge difference between men and women we have some key things that are different but all in all we're still human we're all the same we have a lot of the same struggles so that's why movies like ladybird are relatable outside of women like i find the movie extremely relatable for the same reasons a woman would some parts are different like you know of course sex and stuff like that's different for men and women but those movies are successful this one just sucks. These female characters suck and are mind-numbingly annoying. In fact, all of them are pretty much the same character. The goofy, bubbling weirdo. The only one that is kind of different is Leslie Jones's character. Now, she's not a huge difference. The humor, it, it goes pretty much... The humor's kind of the same. Leslie's is just kind of slightly tweaked because it's kind of more of her own. But they're all just goofy, bumbling weirdos. All of them. They have slight key changes to where, like, one's more of an idiot than the other, one's more of a slightly more of the weirdo, and one's more clumsy. Like, that's pretty much it. And there's no, you can't tell any of the differences between them. Like, in the original, all of them had distinct character, uh, character traits. Like, Ernie Hudson's character, he was the he was the everyman, the average man, the someone that the audience would be connected to. That way, when they would explain things like, you know, the technology and what was going on in the plot, they would explain it to Ernie Hudson. That way, it was a more organic way of explaining things to the audiences. That way, they're not just, you know, dumping information about the movie. You know, Vankman, uh, Bill Murray's character, he was... You know, he was the, uh, the he was the comic relief. He was the more sarcastic scientist, not entirely, you know, believing in it until later in the movie. Uh, you had Egon, who was the brains of the operation. He was the super smart one, so he would focus on the technology and how everything worked, and he would basically make all the tech for everyone in the group. And then they had Dan Aykroyd's character, who was the super believer of the group. He was the one that had more of the information about like the occult and the ghost information on that side. So you could tell distinctly each character had its own thing. These ones don't. They're all the fucking same. And it makes me hate every character. There's not a single difference between them except for Leslie Jones because she's the only one that I got a couple chuckles from. That's it. The humor and the jokes pretty much never land in this movie. Now, I understand humor is subjective, but I could still be like, these jokes suck because there's some jokes in movies that I'm like, I don't find that funny, but that's a good joke. Okay, they're just not all of them suck. The only jokes I remember laughing at is a joke about a character, uh, character's unsexiness by saying that if he ripped off his V-neck, there would be another V-neck underneath. Um, that's funny. Okay, I, I find it humorous, so like I could picture that. And Leslie saying, uh, Leslie Jones' character saying, "Nope," to a creepy room full of mannequins. She's like, "Nope, that's a room for like a like house of horror." Oh shit! And just the way she did it, it was the only time where I thought the delivery matched the scene and the music was funny. Uh, that yeah, I laughed at that part, but it wasn't like a ha 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 ha. It was like a huh, that's. That's funny. You got me on that one. That's, um, yeah, that's about it. That's the only two jokes I can remember laughing at. Now, that's more than, say, the vacation film or, you know, the kissing booth. But it's still extremely low. And I will say, I didn't get angry watching the movie. I know this sounds like an angry rant, which it kind of is. I didn't get angry on the, at the movie. It was just super boring. And I was like, I even watched the extended edition. This is how much I'm dedicated to my craft. I watched the extended edition. 
and it, it only extended the pain. I just like it's so mind-numbingly boring. My least favorite performance was Kate uh, McKinnon's, I think that's how you pronounce pronouncing his character, coming off as a psychotic deviant due to how she acts with most of the cast. Uh, Charles Dance is here, so you know I like that. I love Charles Dance. Love him in the Game of Thrones and Your Highness. There's a few movies that I, I really enjoy. Him. He's a great actor. So one good performance besides the cameos of the original cast. Um, I hated what they did to Bill Murray's character. They killed him, and everyone else just kind of has like these little bit roles. It just it just pales in comparison. I just find out like if anyone really enjoyed this movie, they're like this is such a great continuation of, this, of the series. Um, Afterlife, Ghostbusters Afterlife, way way better addition to the canon. In fact, they have two female Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters in that movie. And they make way more sense. I loved Egon's... I'll, I'll definitely be reviewing that movie in the future, but not today. But Egon's granddaughter is a great character. I think she gets some, you know, great character development. You understand what the character's motivations are, what they're doing, uh, the connection to the original cast. That's how you do a respectful slat, like, respectful homage to the original movie and the people that helped work on it while, you know, giving a reboot and giving a more modern spin and modern taste of it just a way better version of ghostbusters and this one just completely falls flat on its face it's not the now i will say it's not the worst movie i've ever seen but it's definitely on like the top like 100 200 shittiest movies i've ever seen it's not good i never want to watch it again it's not good i don't remember i don't recommend it to anybody so i'm gonna give this movie a two out of ten it's pretty goddamn close to a one uh but those two jokes that made me giggle and Charles Dance, you get a Charles Dance point. That's that's what you get from me. Um, yeah. Oh, one last thing before I, I, I finish this. What the fuck was that cover of the Ghostbusters theme? All right, listen here, fuckers. Whoever made this movie, for, if I got, I doubt any of you will ever listen to this. But if you do, what the fuck did you do to my Ghostbusters theme? Now it's not mine, but it's the one I remember and when everyone else thinks of. It, you know how many people know the Ghostbusters theme without even seeing Ghostbusters? It's an insanely, one of the most iconic songs from a movie. Are you shitting me? And you covered it with this awful rendition. I think Fall Out Boy did it. I'm pretty sure it was Fall Out Boy. And it's fucking trash. I Do not touch that. To the audacity to change that fucking song. Oh, it's so, it's so bad. You should have just used the other one. At least that way I could give you maybe another point, like a 3 out of 10. Because at least the music would have been decent. Instead, you got you changed that fucking cover to that stupid ass dancing with Chris Hemsworth character. Oh, I fucking oh yeah, he's in this movie, but he leaves nothing for me to talk about, so I'm not really gonna talk about him. I think he's just a waste of space in this movie, which sucks because I actually like Chris Hemsworth. I think he's a great Thor, and he's been in a few of the movies I enjoy. But this one's fucking trash. What the? F- yeah. I, upon re- uh, upon review, this movie brought a lot more anger out than I expected because I felt almost nothing watching that movie. So, yeah, um, I'm sorry for the long, you know, uh, break I had. It's super busy, um, a lot of stuff going on in my personal life right now. Um, yeah, and of course it's the holiday season, and I was having some audio problems. So I appreciate it, and I hope you made it through this review. I know it's a little bit lengthier than some of my other ones, so. I hope you enjoyed it. If you do, I have a bunch of other reviews. Please go give those a listen. I did review the original Ghostbusters. So if you love that one, maybe go listen to that review. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, if you would like to reach out to me, I have an Instagram page at Dr. Quackers Movie Reviews. Um, yeah, I post all kinds of stuff on there. Just random shit. Anything I really want to post. 
um yeah free to go there if you want to message me be like hey review this movie or you know whatever you want to tell me even if it's negative i'm fine i can take it i'm a big boy so <laughs> yeah um and please help support this podcast by helping out with my sponsors please viking fitness great time to get healthy i'm going back to the gym lately getting less fat i don't want to be fat no more making some big gains some big boy gains you know shit like that so please it's a great time especially right now you know that food you know go to the gym help you even out that way you don't gain as much as that holiday winter weight so it's easier to get that summer body start now way better so yeah please stay tuned Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.